0: Welcome back, you're listening to The Grumpy Gaze. This is Joy 94.9. That was All Right by Supergrass. They are young, they are free, they have teeth, nice and clean. Ah, I remember those days, hey? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes.
1: And if the picture that that you sent me of yourself is anything to go by Matt, you're as far from that as humanly possible.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Now, look, while the focus is on you, Matt... Mm. We have discussed this at length in our little production meetings. Who? We,
0: we you t- and Helen.
2: Yes. <laughs> Helen and I have decided we are going to have a new segment. The driving now,
1: force behind the, 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 Douglas and I, the driving force behind absolutely. this show. We yes. have been
2: having we have been having secret meetings, basically behind your back, Matt. And we have decided that we're because of some of your stories of tragedy, um, we are now going to introduce a new segment which we're going to call Calamity of the Week.
3: I'm just a girl who can't say no. I'm in a terrible fix. So, Matt,
1: the theme tune that we have chosen for Uh Calamity of the Week is, of course, from Calamity Jane. I think you'll find that's
0: from Michael Homer. But, But anyway, I like it. Let's keep it. Right. So I looked at my notes here and I'm thinking, I've got a new, new segment called Calamari of the Week. I couldn't quite figure out what that was. Anyway. Um, let's, let's see how this goes, shall we? And can I just say to the grumpsters out there that this was not my idea. But you know what? I'm not precious. And if it makes for good radio, I will crack on.
2: So. <laughs> Putting yourself on the line. Absolutely. On the line.
1: I, I love that he throws out the term good radio, for God's sake. <laughs>
2: But I do love the fact that there has been a mistake made on his theme tune because in the fact that in itself is in fact a calamity. Yes,
0: and anyway, so let me take you back to the heady days of January this year. Okay. So actually, this is how my 2020 started out. I should have known, really. (laughs) Eight months prior to this comedy of errors that I'm about to embark upon taking place, I had moved house to my current bunker grey. Mm-hmm. From my previous residence in rather a hurry, one day I went to book my car in for a long overdue service, and on this day I called the, the the workshop to book it in, and they asked my rego, and so I gave them my registration, my number plate number, and they said that car does not exist. <laughs> <laughs> now.
1: Me, me. Not Tennille. Tennille. No, Tennille, my Tenille. car. Yes,
0: people, my car is called Tennille, by the way. I don't know why. It's teal, and I think I made the connection, but anyway.
4: <laughs> so You're the captain. I'm the captain Tenille. of there.
0: <laughs> I didn't really give my car's existential crisis much thought at that point, although I did think it was a bit odd. So I tried another dealer to get it serviced, and I was told the same thing. So basically what had happened was I had not paid my rego for so long that the car was not only considered overdue, but they deregistered it altogether.
2: <laughs> so so, I remember
0: this. So, strangely enough, like my my office back when people used to go to the office is based right next to Vic Roads. So I went straight to Vic Roads and asked them about this. She kind of looked at me as if to say, "You're a naughty boy." <laughs> And I said, could you book me in to re-register the car? And she said, well, first you've got to get another Roadworthy cert and you can't drive it to anywhere but the workshop to get the Roadworthy cert. And the only next appointment that I could get was two weeks away. Now, I drive every day to work and I drive about 50 minutes there, 50 minutes home, right? So my car is quite important. So at this time I'm thinking, bugger, the cost of all this is getting completely out of control. Because, you know, you're talking a couple of hundred for the service, a couple of hundred for the Roadworthy, a couple of hundred <laughs> for the re-registration. I'm like, Ugh. Plus, this happened when I was at work, and like I said, I relied very heavily on my car. So I'm thinking, how am I even going to get home that night? Then I thought to myself, look, you know, this is is where I really need to take a step back from myself sometimes and have a good, hard, bloody look, right? So I thought, look, I've been driving around blissfully ignorant for about four months now in a completely unregistered vehicle. (laughs) Like, what the hell is going to happen in the next two weeks? What are the chances? I warned you. Well, look, anyway, so I thought, bugger it. So that same day I was driving home from the office when somebody went into the back of me at a stoplight. (laughs) (laughs) Not a huge deal again, more of a slight bingle. I was thinking, oh, look, not to worry, I'd already scratched the back bumper in a previous mishap and she'd hit me on that side. So I thought, oh, great, I can actually get that scratch fixed using her insurance money. Until I realised an unregistered car is not an insured car. (sighs) So this got me a little nervous. So I took up the offer from a workmate to borrow her spare car for a few weeks before I could get mine re-registered. Went round to pick up her car, whatever, sat in it. She's standing there on the nature strip. She says, you do know how to drive a manual car, don't you? And I'm like, oh. And I kind of looked at it. I thought, it was too late now. So I said, yeah, of course. <laughs> and then the look on her face, I could see her in the rear view mirror, the look on her face as I like bunny hopped down the street and around the corner and destroyed her clutch. Destroying it. If you can't find it, grind it. Anyway. <laughs> So after a week of enduring this, I spat the dummy and gave her car back to her. I'm like, my calves can't handle this endless stepping on a clutch. So this was Wednesday night, and my appointment for Vic VicRoads was Friday morning. Next day, again, I thought, oh, bugger it. What are the chances? So I drove my car to work. On the way to work, stopped at the traffic lights. My mobile phone goes off with a text. I lean over to touch the screen when a police car pulls up beside me. <laughs> Pulls me over for being on my phone. Then discovers that I'm in an unregistered vehicle. <sighs> couple of hundred dollars fine for the mobile phone infringement. Couple of hundred dollars fine for the unregistered vehicle <laughs> that I then had to dump on the side of the road halfway on the way to work and get an Uber the rest of the way. And you know what? Not only that, to add insult to injury, it's about quarter to eight in the morning. And after he said it's an eight hundred whatever dollar fine for the mobile phone, it's a whatever dollar fine for the unregistered car, he looks at me and he goes... Have you had a drink today, sir? (gasps) Had you? No! (laughs) I
3: thought
2: you That's a rarity. Uh, I thought (laughs) (laughs) at quarter
0: to eight in the morning, Dutch. As I say, Matt. A rarity. (laughs) Anyway. This young blonde thing. He comes up to the side of me, you know, young, asking me these questions. Anyway. Do you know the irony of this? Do you know what the bloody text was? The building manager at my old apartment texted me to tell me that there were a load of old Vic Roads letters in my letterbox and I want to come and pick them up. Oh, uh, no. Yes, thank you. Thank you. All in all, all in all, this utter debacle cost me well over $3,000. And God knows how many demerit points. And I, now I was thinking about this. Anyone else would have got away with that anyone and the worst thing about this is that not one part of that cluster was not my own fault (laughs) (laughs) Matt I am going to say this to you what
2: did I tell you I mean you didn't even take a hint from your own name Matt Warn. I told you I knew you were up to this I told you a friend of mine had been pulled over that very same week for driving an unregistered vehicle without realizing it and you didn't even take that on board no. and then you text me and say i've been fined
0: you know you know how i love an escalation of events i don't live my life any other way it's 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 the, it's how i live my life it's a philosophy i'm
1: i'm going to jump uh, jump in here and just highlight that <laughs> to Neil's probably not even
4: worth 3000.
0: <laughs> okay, so just just to end on that note, Helen. So I clear out my bank account to wipe this mess clean and move on. When a couple of days later my workmate approaches me in the office and presents me with not one, but two red light infringements when driving her car. Oh. Probably because you were stuck in the middle of
2: the intersection Unable to change the gear (laughs) Yes!
0: That's the calamity of the week There's a lot more of those to come up So stick around in the next few weeks, listeners You lose!
4: Good day, sir!
3: as a preference for the habitual voyeur of what is known as. Right. A morning soup can be avoided if you take a route straight through what is known as. Right. John's got brewer's groove, he gets intimidated by the dirty pigeons. They love a bit of him. All right. Who's that gut lord marching? You should cut down on your pork life, mate. Get some exercise. out
1: We come to the end of yet another grumpy gay journey this evening. But before we do, we've got to talk about this week's grumpy grab.
0: Oh, yes.
2: And may I extend a massive congratulations to Barry. Baza <laughs> <laughs> for not only being our grumster of the week but also for being a total lagger and letting our followers on Instagram know that last week's television tune
4: to give me roses
2: I wish he could again was indeed On the Inside by Lynn Hamilton, the theme from Prisoner, the original series that was, of course, the inspiration for the current hit Australian drama Wentworth, which I believe kicked off its eighth season earlier tonight. Now, Matt and Helen, Wentworth fans?
0: Yeah, nah.
1: Not so much
2: Wentworth, but I
1: desperately wanted to be a Prisoner fan.
0: Oh, why weren't you?
1: Well, I don't know if if you recall this, Doug, but... My recollection is that prisoner used to air on a Friday night. Okay. And it was around about 9:30 or at least it it, it was late, was, yes. It was in in the good old Bris Vegas cause when Kitty should be in bed, yes. Exactly. And every Friday night, my older sister Bonza and myself would uh-huh. spend our Friday nights at Nana Jensen's But I remember as a wee little thing Bronwyn was always allowed to stay up and watch Prisoner with Nana, who was an avid Prisoner fan. Okay. But I I was always put to bed.
2: (gasps) What was the age difference? Four years. So you weren't allowed to watch Prisoner because you were in bed? Exactly. And you turned out to be the lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) What does that tell you, people? What does that tell you?
0: All I can say, it's a bit of a waste of a dodgy prison set, if you know what I mean.
2: (laughs) Now, Matt, before we go, I believe you do have a loku for the very lovely Barry. Bazaar.
0: I do. So your prize or punishment, some might say. <laughs> he called it Prisoner Cell Block H. He must be a Brit. He must be a
2: Brit. He called it Prisoner Cell Block H. We never called it that here. No. Okay. Barry,
0: as in Crocker, you really <laughs> are a shocker for knowing the theme to Prisoner H Cell Blocker. <laughs> With Lizzie B and Vinegar Tits. This was one of Australia's greatest hits. (laughs) I had to go a little bit dyslexic in the middle there to make it rhyme, but that's fine. (laughs) Poor, poor
2: Barry. Now listen. And so to the grumpy grab for this week. If you recognise this Aussie TV theme tune.
4: Do you want to join in?
2: Then jump onto our Instagram page, The Grumpy Gays, and let us know. And just like that lagger, Barry. You too may score yourself a very grumpy on air mention As well as being poetically platformed with a loku from Matt Yay
0: <laughs> Anyway, thanks for joining us again on The Grumpy Gaze Welcome back to Helen I hope your macrame water feature owed to Melissa Etheridge is finished And that you're able to join us on a regular basis from now on oh, Yes, I'll try if I Okay. Missed. Thanks guys Send us
2: pictures, Helen <laughs> Bye now See ya
1: Bye